Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Jaeger Live. Today, we're talking about one of my favorite subjects, meditation. I'm going to talk about some of the misconceptions that some people might have. I'm going to talk about benefits, and I'm also going to talk about the way that I meditate. So without further ado, let's get into it. So how's everybody doing? Um, we are in week two of quarantine. Uh, it's been a little nerve-wracking to say the least, not being able to go many places, but I'm getting a lot of things done. Um, I hope everybody's being safe and healthy out there, keeping not only busy, but being productive. Today, uh, I mentioned in the last episode that I want to talk about meditation. I've actually mentioned it in quite a few episodes because I think it's so important to uh your health and your well-being that it just has to be mentioned. So I wanted to dedicate a whole episode to actually talking about meditation itself. So I don't really remember where I came to meditation. I remember when I was in boot camp, we had Sunday service. So it was kind of funny. You could either go to a service or you could go uh, and get yelled at and get PT'd. They call it PT'd. So one Sunday, I was like, you know what? I'm going to try. They have a Buddhist service. I'm going to go to the Buddhist service. And I think maybe that's where it started for me. And we had this service. It's like an hour of uninterrupted time in your service. The drone instructors leave you alone. And we started meditating. We started chanting. Uh, I don't know if it's chanting, but whatever. You know, we started meditating. And I just felt this, this huge relief, this huge weight lifted off of my shoulders. From then on, I knew it was something that I wanted to pursue once I got out of boot camp and once I got into uh, the fleet. So I wanted to talk about today that I feel like everybody knows. It's one of those things. It's like everybody knows that smoking is bad for you, but people do it, right? And everybody knows that meditation is good for you. Everybody knows that working out is good for you. Eating healthy is good for you. And there are so many more studies that are going on with meditation, there's so many more benefits that are being um, brought to light that it's crazy that more people don't do it. So I think one one of the things that holds people back is the misconceptions of it. There's a lot of misconceptions out there of what meditation really is or how to do it and all these things. So I wanted to go over misconceptions because I think that maybe if I hit those and you understand, oh yeah, I've, I've thought about that before then I can kind of uh, debunk it for you. Number one that I always hear is it takes years to master crap. The fact that you see tons of people like the Buddhist monks and the people that dedicate their lives to it, it comes, it comes pretty easy, that thought or that misconception that it will take years. It really doesn't. I promise you. I've challenged many people to do it for a week. Do it for three days. Do it for five days. You're going to see the difference. It doesn't take the time that you think it does. But even if it did, what the benefits outweigh that time that you think that you're wasting or that you're pushing towards results. If you go to the gym, are you going to see results in the first day? Probably not. But if you do it consistently and over time, you're going to see great benefits. So why don't people treat meditation the same way? Just a little side note. Second misconception, 
I can't make my mind go blank. Crap. I don't understand why people think that meditation is a blank mind practice. It's really not. What you're trying to do is you're trying to achieve, um, you're moving towards self-awareness, consciousness, and, and choice. A lot of people think that you have to, if you have thoughts rolling around in your head, that you're not doing it properly. And it's what you're really trying to achieve is you're just trying to get and build that self-awareness and understand your thoughts versus having just random thoughts. It's a moment to take for yourself to understand those things, and it builds those things. The third, this one, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. The third misconception, meditation takes too much time. Crap. I tell you from personal experience, I have meditated anywhere from two to five minutes, regularly, two to five minutes. Now, there's sometimes where I do 10, maybe 15 minutes. I've gone even as far as 20 minutes. But you don't need a bunch of time. If you can brush your teeth, then you can meditate. If you can go to the bathroom, you can meditate. I'm not saying meditate while you go to the bathroom or brush teeth. But what I'm saying is, like, that's the exact time equivalent. And what's funny about it is when you meditate, you build so much more time. You gain so much more time. I know it sounds kind of counterproductive there but it's like when you meditate you sight you slow down your mind and when you slow it when you're able to slow everything down you're able to attack and process more efficiently which in turn does what saves you time and the last misconception i want to talk about because i think that it's really important for um people who are who are religious they think that uh, meditation is religious-based. Now, it is true. There are plenty of religions that incorporate the meditation practice into their religion. Um, but it really is just a part of what they do. It's not this is all based in religion. It's just like... Um, it's just a way to calm and center themselves. Like, you know, it's not something that has to do with God or or religious belief. So you can kind of let that go and be okay with that because it's actually a part of just building mental health. There are many cases there where they actually utilize meditation in PTSD victims, people with extreme anxieties, all these things that have nothing to do with religion. So if you're thinking that it had to do with religion, you can 86 that thought. Uh, Maybe that'll make you feel better. Let's talk about some of the goodies. I love this part because what's great about meditation is that not only is it beneficial, and you're going to see the benefits, I promise you that. Not only is it beneficial, but there are so many studies because people keep doing studies because they keep finding benefits that arise from it. So I picked out a few of my favorites, um, a few that are really big for me. I know that were really uh, crucial for me, and um, I think that will be beneficial for a lot of people. So number one, the big one, reduces stress, especially when you think about in the times that we are right now, stress is huge. We have this 
craziness kind of going on in our everyday life right now and that induces a lot of stress it brings on a lot of stress and if you can take five minutes that's right five minutes to meditate it's it is proven with five minutes to to reduce stress significantly so what do you got to lose i mean you're sitting around doing anything nothing right you're sitting around doing nothing anyway right so um i think Reducing stress is huge, I, especially right now, like I said, just the time that we're in. But throughout your life, reducing stress. Stress has actually been proven to cause heart attacks. It, stress on your body, stress on your heart. It's actually stress kills more than a lot of the diseases that are out there right now. little fun side fun fact for you. Number two, this one is huge for me. As you've, if you've listened to my previous episode about my anxiety, it is proven to control anxiety. Now, it doesn't eliminate completely, and don't think that just because you do meditate that all your anxiety is just going to melt away in moments. There are things that you have to work towards, um, work through. So, it is definitely a tool in the tool belt to help with that anxiety. I think it's something that I take very seriously. It's something that I. Um, battle with on a daily basis and I'm not expecting one cure-all and I don't think you guys should either but I do think that you should utilize this tool if you do have anxiety if you have extreme anxiety um, I think it's so beneficial in the healing process that it would be it would be unwise if you didn't utilize this tool Number three, I think this kind of links together um, if you're seeing kind of a pattern here. But number three, it promotes emotional health. Now, a lot of people that have struggled with depression, this has been proven to combat depression. Again, another thing that is really in our minds, something that is really controlled and something that actually affects a lot of us without even knowing it. There are... um, there's people that have bouts of depression for weeks at a time, sometimes months at a time. Um, there's some people that have the ups and downs of everyday life. Depression just happens. It is something that we can't really, I don't know if we can necessarily control it, but um, I think that meditation is a fantastic way to combat depression. Um, just being able to get that clarity and to be able to kind of push through it. Again, not a, not a fix-all. But it's definitely a great tool to utilize. Number four, this one, this one is huge. You hear me talk about it all the time. It elevates your self-awareness. Now, with all of these previous ones, what can we not accomplish without self-awareness? If it reduces stress, we need to figure out what stresses us out, right? If it reduces depression, we need to find those triggers that happen with depression and anxiety. None of that's possible without increasing and elevating your self-awareness. People think that it's so much easier just to have a drink or smoke something or take something, uh, you know, take a happy pill or do something that all they're really doing is avoiding the pain or avoiding the root of the problem. And with self-awareness and through self-awareness, 
Are you able to find that truth and you're able to work towards it and work to eliminate a lot of these problems? Because I think they're all rooted in our denial. So when you're meditating, again, five times or five minutes a day, just do it daily. Do it in the morning. Do it at night. It elevates your self-awareness. Huge, huge benefit. Another one. See, a lot of these, I, maybe I chose all these because they actually stick out and they actually help me. But I hope that they're beneficial for you guys too. Um, another benefit is it lengthens attention spans. Now, someone who suffers a bit from ADD, I would say that it's very hard for people, um, especially nowadays, if you think about, you know, everybody talks about the millennials and blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to get into that. That's another episode. But a lot of these younger generations and these younger kids, even some of the older generations, their attention spans are starting to uh, wear thin. And so they want things now and they want these, they're not able to focus on things. They're not able to focus on projects and whatever else they need to take care of. And with uh, meditation, it's another aid into building that attention span and strengthening that attention span. Remember earlier when I said that it slows things down? It's really, um, it's, it's true because there's been, there's been moments where things have slowed down for me. Now, this last uh, benefit that I want to talk about is something that doesn't necessarily relate to me. This is actually probably one that doesn't, but um, I have had issues in the past, and um, I think that it's super important to discuss and put out there for people who, who have this issue that can see that this is a huge benefit for them. So the last benefit that I wanted to talk about is improving sleep. There are tons of people, tons of people that suffer from insomnia, suffer from um, imbalance of sleep. Not Their REM is very scattered. And in turn, what happens? You're not productive. You're more irritable. Like all these things, sleep is so, so important. You talk to anybody. You talk to doctors. You talk to freaking uh, people that go to the gym, they understand the importance of sleep. It's a time for our body to reboot and reset. And if we're not able to do that effectively and efficiently, then it cause, it has a ripple effect. Everything that you do, every cause has an effect, right? So with uh, decreased sleep, what's, what's the effects? Like I said, the irritability, the lack of focus, the um, the lack of productivity, the desire, the the happiness, like all these things are rooted in this reboot of your body, and you have to really you have to really understand that and really push towards getting to that point where you're back and you're able to have that REM, you're able to have that good sleep, you're able to have that good reboot. So. If any of these benefits might sound like something you want, definitely consider meditation because I'm telling you from personal experience, 99% of this I have experienced. 99% of this I have uh, benefited from. So I think it's something you should look into. You got time right now. 
Uh, definitely try and start a new habit. Also, I want to talk today about um, some of the things that, or some of the ways that I do it because I think there's so many different ways. And it's funny when I started when I started meditating, I didn't know all these different like chakras and aligning this and mantra this. Like I didn't know any of that stuff. I knew very simple of what I what I practiced, and that was it. So before, like I told you, I have a bit of a ADD issue. So for me to sit still for five minutes might sound pretty easy for most people. Not so easy for me. And I find that a little background noise is actually tremendously beneficial for me. Uh, What I do is I'll put my earphones in and I will just go on YouTube and I'll click uh, 10-minute meditation. Unguided 10-minute meditation. That's important. Because I tried the guided meditations. They have like, you know, Headspace and they have all these other uh, meditation apps where somebody like talks and they tell you how to breathe, which is good in the beginning. I think it's super beneficial in the beginning because it kind of gives you that that good foundation of what you want to do and what's going to help you. But as I progressed out of that, it was more of a distraction than it was an aid. So I was like, eh. So what I do is I go on YouTube. I'll sit in the corner Uh, Next to my bed, I'll turn the fan on and I'll look up the 10-minute meditation unguided. Just the music. I just need the music. There's something so soothing about the music, Um, whether that's the the meditation bowls or the flutes or um, there's sometimes there's like sound of water or something. There's there's something that kind of is able to rest my, uh, as Tim Ferriss will call it, the monkey mind. It kind of rests my monkey mind a little bit, and I'm able to kind of sink in to the meditation better. Now, if these things are more distracting for you, you might want to cut back on some things. Um, But some of the things that you want to pay attention to are your breathing. You want to really pay attention to breathing. I think it's super important if you have a specific place. Just like any habit, you want to build into that habit. So what is a habit? A lot of people... um, you know, if you're journaling, you always want to journal in the same spot like I talked about previously. And with meditation, I think it's just as important. You want to be able to go to your spot. You want to be able to get into that mindset. There's a little, I want say that I just want to tell you a little side note um, where a lot of people have trouble sleeping in bed. A lot of people that watch TV or are on their phones in bed, your body is super intuitive. So when you lay down in your bed and the first thing you do is grab your phone or you turn on the TV, your body doesn't think, okay, it's time to start shutting down because it's time for bed. It starts to think, okay, a lot more stimulus is coming. I got to wake back up. So when you're putting your body into that set, that mindset, you have to re-engineer what it's actually doing. If you're in your bed, don't watch TV, don't get on your phone. Anyway, So, going back to the meditation. Coming to my specific spot, putting my earphones in, turning the fan on, uh, sitting, either I sit cross-legged or I sit on my knees. Um, I've tried both styles. I think that sitting on my knees is actually more comfortable because I'm able to keep my my back straight and my airway, you know, unrestricted, which is huge, too, because, you know, it's a lot of breathing and a lot of... um, 
deep inhale, you know, exhales. So for me, it's easier. So that's what I do. But definitely treat this as any other habit. Treat this as any other thing that you have to work at and understand that the benefits will come and the benefits are definitely outweigh the time that you think you're losing or the frustration that you feel in the beginning because you can't focus or you feel like you're not focusing or you feel like, oh, you know, my mind won't shut the hell up so I can do this or I don't think I'm doing this right. Just trust in the process. Trust what you're doing. I challenge you, if this doesn't help you, then I will never say another word about it. But I challenge you to try it. Try it for a week. Just try five minutes a day. See what happens. And let me know. As always, guys, thank you for being here. Thank you for the support. I'm just... I'm just watching the support grow, and I love it. I'm appreciative of everything you guys are doing. Um, If you haven't yet, please subscribe to the show. Share it with people. Share it with people that you think are going to benefit from it. Um, I'm just, I'm so appreciative. I thank you guys, and I'll catch you guys on the next episode.